See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. For the show. Hey, enough of that shit. Here's some uh, Slow Robot Agogo. Yeah. One ninety nine. Wow. We're it's almost. almost like we're on the cusp of a, uh, a, a benchmark or of, of sorts. Yeah, we got to get the... We gotta oh, wait. Get the, we're literally on, on the bench. Yeah, the we're cusp, literally on the bench. It's not like we are. We are, actually, because n- next week is yeah. 200. Yeah, and if I don't play my cards right, I'll be sleeping on the bench. But that's a whole different story for, uh, <laughs> for another... Uh, you know. But at any rate, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> who are you? I I am Mao. With me, as always, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like it's never rang more true. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this so. is a B to Z grade movie <laughs> review show. <laughs> we got some wonderful. We've got two movies that are polar opposites of each polar other. Polar opposites. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed them both. I loved mine. I was like, oh yeah. I forgot how much I laughed at that one, but yeah. I chose a black exploitation comedy spoof. Yeah. Spectacular from yeah. the 90s. And, and I chose a movie that got me an A on an, a midterm test. English. Nice. English, you know, whatever, a test or whatever yeah. it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Paper, term, a paper. Term yeah, paper, so, There yes. you go. There oh, you my go. God, I haven't done one of them in 100 million years. Yeah, well, yeah, it has been 100 million I, I years. I bet you they don't even do those anymore. They're just like, who can Google the fastest? Who Googles yeah. the search results fast? That's, that's what they... Well, that that's, common, that's what kids do now. They, they get that common core stuff where it's like 5 plus 5 isn't 10. It's like 5 minus this equals this plus this. It's like they've got some new kind of math now. I don't believe like, in voodoo. I just yeah. uh, I, I, I follow my own path that's uh, traditional. Yeah. yeah. Ah, anyway, so did you, I watched a bunch of movies this week. What, well, did you watch anything? I didn't, I didn't, I Nothing. Didn't watch anything. Okay, well, there's going to be a big one that I'm going to say for the end, of course. I watched a documentary called Trophy Kids. Okay. It was sad and depressing. Oh, so is life. It Such was. Is the, life. It was. It was. They. They. They had these five different families that were just the most overbearing jerks in the world, and like the parents were total jerk idiots. So you knew where the kids were going. You know what I mean? Like they is this were a just movie or documentary. Documentary. Oh, yeah. And so it followed one guy who was ch- pushing his kid to be a football player. One guy who was who was pushing his kid to be a basketball player or two basketball player families. Um. Then there was a tennis mom who was, uh. she was the least psychotic of all of them, but she was still psycho. And then, um, I for, oh, a golf a golf dad who was just the most horrible beast in the world. It, there's this little girl, like, she's like a golfer. She's He's trying to push her to be a golf champion. This kid's like eight or something like that. And he is like... He caddies for her, and he, he, he's a total asshole. Like, he's one of those guys that's, like, harump and throwing stuff, and what are you thinking? What are you doing? Like, and I'm thinking, um, golf is pretty much all a mental game. Maybe hmm. 30% is physical. Sure. But it's the same as being a kicker. Let him alone, man. Let him go to their happy place. They're going to do way better, you know. But this guy was just a total dickhead. And then, uh, the, but the douchiest one was uh, the football player dad who was like just just never always berating him and total like alpha male dickhead you know those kind of guys it, it really was the worst of humanity i, I would have shot every one of them if i had the chance 
Well, I mean, I guess, I guess. I mean, if there was no laws, not if I had the chance. But <laughs> sorry to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, I didn't watch it, and I'm and I'm sure you're right. But I'm also like, I'm, I'm going to take the I'm going to take the opposing side, playing devil's advocate. Yeah, playing like devil's advocate and saying that, you know, this country has become so pussified that you know I don't know. I mean, I don't yeah. know anymore. You know what I mean? I guess you can go in one extreme. That well, that's the what other. There's got to be a middle point where well, you decide yeah. where you know. do some hard work, chop some wood for a freaking you know, yeah. and shit like that. But no, this was like these were borderline like psychotic uh, people. Yeah, and they were also borderline like uh, like abusive. And what were the kids like? Did the kids like go along? Most with of them were were shoegazing. Like they they were like so beaten down and like the, like the one basketball <laughs> player. He was talking about how he had his kid on the like. like supplements and creatine and HGH when he was like 10 and 11 and 12. I was like, I don't think that's legal. But I, maybe it is. I don't know. Like, just, just whatever, does, does, dude. Does, does creatine turn you into a creatine eventually, I guess? No, I don't know. But it turns you into a, a Barry Bonds, home run champion of the world. Uh, hey, <laughs> whatever, man. You know, yeah. make your mark and then, you know, whatever. No, I. Uh, it's like stage mothers, you know, the mothers that take their kids. It was exactly that same psychosis. Where like or like the beauty queen where you where they're yeah. painting up some disgusting seven year old kid and you're like you're gross and your kid's gross and don't ever come back that's what I would say. But you know all I have to say about that <laughs> is that's America. Love it or leave it. I know. I love, love it or leave it, I'm, man. I'm, I'm on the borderline about yeah, leaving it. I might it. leave it. I don't know. Love it or leave it, man. That's go America. Some, go someplace better. Then <laughs> then Europeans don't do that yeah. crap. They probably do. I don't know. They just don't prop it up on TV shows like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then I watched a, a, a DVD called uh, The Jurassic World, which oh, yeah. was like an ex- – it was better than um, – Jurassic Park, I thought, was a pretty good movie. Uh, I didn't hate on it. I liked it. It was exciting for the time. Two and three, when they were like breakdancing dinosaurs and stuff, you can keep those. This one was okay. Not great. You saw you know, the, oh, the, the one that just came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. This is on a... Yeah, I got it on DVD from oh, Netflix. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. It was fine. It was it was an okay movie. A little kid-centric for my taste, but, but it was You know, right, I hear you know. that a lot with people. Oh, it was fine. It was a good movie. I, I hear that a lot with all these big blockbusters. It's mm. like, it seems like everybody's like being kind of like... Uh, you, it's like... Uh, to me, it's like... And this isn't a criticism or anything like that, but I hear it a lot. It's like... To me, it's like, it's all right, it was a good movie. When I hear it from other people, too, it's like, yeah, the effects were good, and they spent money, but the story was like, you know, it's nothing different or anything like that, you know That's, what I mean? Yeah. So we're just being, not not in every case, but it seems like in all these blockbusters, we're just being spoon-fed, big-budget mediocrity, you well, know they what shoot, I mean? I think they're shooting for uh, middle-of-the-road, but yeah. better. Like they want to ensure they want to make sure they include everyone to yeah, get all yeah, the yeah, money. everybody, yeah. And they hope it's a little better than medium. Yeah. Like, no one shoots for the stars anymore, you know? No, it seems uh, like it. They don't. But I will. Like it. I have one on my list that it will. And uh, yeah, at least shoot. Uh, you know, you don't have to shoot for the stars. Shoot for the gutter. Be the best or be the worst, but be something. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I didn't. He, I guess I didn't. I'm not on his list anymore, but. um. Oh, God. What was his name? The, oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, Sean Donahue. Sean Donahue. I'm sorry. I'm getting old and I forget names. <laughs> who we interviewed. I guess his latest movie, you know, the I forgot what it was, uh, 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 Death Escort Service or whatever yeah, they were talking about. They said my, my buddy sent me like some uh, review that he was really proud of. Somebody, some some podcast reviewed his movie and he said this movie was so wretched that I had to disinfect my house after watching it. <laughs> so that's a badge of honor, as I'm concerned. So yeah. if you're not gonna shoot for the stars, shoot for the gutter. Shoot for the gutter, yeah. Yeah, you know, either way. Yeah. Then uh, I, I watched the uh, the Disney. Uh, Inside Out, 
good movie. That was a good movie. Um, that was a lot deeper than it sh- than probably most kid movies. Because I don't even think it was a kid movie, to be honest with you. Uh, it had had Lewis Black in it, and he's always entertaining. He's he was ang- he makes kids movies. No, he was anger. He was he, he was a character <laughs> okay. named Anger, and it was okay. It was, but it was a it was a good movie. And okay. then, then the one that you're gonna hate me just being super creamy. Am over. I, am I gonna leave? Have to leave? Probably you're gonna one? leave. Uh, I watched Star Wars. Oh the, the yeah. Newest one. Oh, now this this movie was not good. This was this was awesome. You went to it, see it at the theaters. Yeah, oh, this okay. was incredible. Oh, okay. Um, it reminded you of why you why it mattered back then. Like it reminded you enough about the the first three that you were like, oh my god, I love these movies, and it kind of passed the torch to the the newer stars that are that are taking over the reins, and it was an awesome movie. I loved it. I was like, I left there like, oh my god, I love this movie. It was. Oh, okay. uh, I'll see it again. I'll probably see it once more before it even goes to DVD. Alright. But um, I I liked Star Wars a lot. I hate what the franchise became with that middle shitty ones. Yeah, but you know, in Lucas's point, Lucas hates this movie supposedly. He says it's like he sold us. He, he says they didn't do anything new in this movie. It was just like made for the fans. It it seems like he was saying, um, paraphrasing it, this movie was made for the fans of the original three movies, as opposed to taking it in a new direction. That well, doesn't mean the next yeah. one isn't going to take they it in a new to. direction. They, they, They're reestablishing. In my eyes, they're reestablishing yeah. the franchise. That's what I mean. They they had to. They had to pass it from the old guard to the new. They had to say, the "Hey, everyone, we're okay. Come come with us again. Forget those ones. No Jar Jar. Just good times are ahead." You that know. And mean that, he won't show up again. They're gonna make uh, like four. Uh, no, they're making one, one a, a year, year. I know. Which I, is like you know Disney's way of making lots of money. Well, they've made yeah. their money back. But yeah. and. and and um, I get that. I'm kind of being very lenient because I do love the franchise. Yeah, it's like a Terminator movie. I'm always going to score it higher than most everyone else. I like the franchise. I, I was saddened by the middle ones, and now this one kind of... I thought this had a very distinct purpose of comeback. It's like if New Coke. New Coke screwed up, and then they're like, Hey, everyone, we were just kidding. Please come back. And they they give you a couple six packs for free, and then you go, okay, yeah, I do like that. And then okay, let's let's move on. So I think this was the free free two liter of Coke after the. But I <laughs> I agree with you. I didn't yeah. like I didn't like the third set, but mm. for whatever. But at least new Coke or whatever they call <laughs> the third, the the the, 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 the second trilogy yeah. was was kind of sort of trying to take you in a new direction, and that's what's missing. A little bit, yeah. But then again, this is just the beginning. A read, they're rebranding the franchise. We'll see yeah. where it goes from here. You yeah, know? it's just a, it's just the beginning. You couldn't, you can't, you can't have three more and wa- and watching old codgers. Fumble and, around and stuff like that. And they the next to. one will be like, you know, as Don says, the bridge movie. I don't know. Uh, they they might approach it differently because they got... If they're talking about one a year for... Those will be the bridge movies, as Don, <laughs> as King Don will say. In his inimitable uh, fashion. Let's just not be under the bridge. Red yeah. Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, exactly. Don't Sma- be shooting. Don't, don't be slamming junk. No. Right. Uh, or sleeping under the bridge, where if I don't play my cards right, I, I may be. I think you'll be fine. We just Thank got, you. You just got to... I, I think positively. 
I don't know, man. The yeah. power of positive yeah. thinking or the power of positive power drinking. Of the people. Positive drinking in your case, yeah. you know. No, I didn't have any this week. Oh, my God. How dare you? Two weeks. Oh, no, my no, God. No. What are you, on the wagon or something? No. Okay, well, next time you're going to have to do, like, you know, double shots. Tequila shots and, you know, Jägermeisters <laughs> and beers oh, and, and uh, amphetamines. Here's some, and, uh, uh, here, here's um, some trailers you know, to wash down that shot of Jaeger. Yeah, oxycodone and all that good stuff. This place is an untapped resource. I mean, check it out. These vocal jazz girls are hot. Trip into a nightmare of evil with Guess What Happened to Count Dracula? He's back from the grave to rule the satanic occult-ridden world of today's mind-blowing youth. Guess What Happened to Count Dracula will trip you into a blood-smeared torture chamber and you'll never get out. Don't see it alone. See it with someone you trust. You'll plunge into a nightmare of evil, thrills, chills, horror, terror, shock, panic, and violence, climaxing in an orgy of blood and death. Rated GP. Today was like any other. The hum of daily activity until... Reptilicus. A beast born 50 million years out of time, spreading terror in its path, destruction in its wake, towering over the cities of the world. Reptilicus. Invincible, indestructible. Reptilicus. In color from American International. Even after you see it, you won't believe it. Reptilicus. You know, they brew 10,000 bottles of beer a day. I drink 45 off the assembly line, and I'm the asshole. How long has it been since you felt a movie? If it's been a while, then you must see Mean Dog Blues. You'll feel the frustration of being young and convicted of a crime you didn't commit. You feel the desperation of being in a prison camp specializing in death. Yours, Mean Dog Blues, because no one ever escaped from prison camp four. I'm declaring Ramsey an escapee. But the kid's gonna try. Mean Dog Blues stars George Kennedy, Kay Lenz, and Greg Henry from American International. Rated R. No one under 17 admitted without parent or guardian. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. See, part of the problem is like we're trying to figure out what to do for our two hundred show. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I was like, should I go Pinky Violence? Should I go, go uh, Kung go. Fu? Go something? You know, what do I, do I want to redo? Uh, Death Race two thousand. And I got um, Netflix delivered Lady Snowblood. Uh, on DVD, and I'm almost sure I have Lady Snowblood, like, in my DVD collection, so I was like, why'd this come? But anyway, so maybe I'll pick that, and I'll just let you take the Netflix one, rip it, and mail it out for me, or, or, you know, whatever. Uh, But I had to look at them. Hopefully, I have it in English dub. Or English. English dub. I don't don't mind reading them, but these are so visceral. I like to watch them, you know? Yeah, you don't want to have to have to, like, look away from the screen. Yeah, you know, uh, because... Oh, Sex and oh, violence and craziness. Uh, speaking, oh my God. Uh, speaking of looking away from the screen, I, I, I should have told this off camera. I'll do it now. I got to send you the video of that woman, that girl playing. She's doing like she does acoustic covers. She does Stairway to Heaven. Uh-huh. She does a bunch of other covers. Nude or no? Well, well <laughs> yeah. not not nude, but you know, you, with big old cleavage there, so you're not really paying attention to the song. And everyone's like, oh, she's so awesome. And, you know, like 25 million views. <laughs> I'm telling you, 30 uh-huh. million views. That's yeah. how you get views. It's so great. I it, love it. Because it's because of your guitar playing skill. Well, you know Stairway what it is? Like I told my friend, that was the first time I listened to that song all the way through in 25 years. So you're staring at boobs. Yes, like, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like an idiot that I am. You know what I mean? Dude, there was one show we did the public access. Uh-huh. I, we, we had 
what was it, a seven-year <laughs> run, eight years? I forget how many years it was. It was a lot of years. We had a lot of shows. One show got the most hits because we had this blonde girl come here, and she was doing skits with the other guy, uh, her friend. That's it. That's it. I had more mail about the blonde girl, and I was like, what in the age of internet? Are you kidding me? But no, nothing more important in the world than a pretty girl, let me tell Apparently, you. Apparently, yeah, which is why I will flounder in obsurity. That's all right. Unless we, get, unless we dress in drag for the next show. That one's not going to help I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's not going to help anything either. either well, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just going to make it more gross and disgusting unless people will yeah. like, click on it. But Anyway, you know. what, what's, what's, what are we doing first? What's our I don't first know, which movie? Which one do you want to do? Let's do, do Castle of Blood first. Yep. Let's do Castle of Blood. Black and White, 1964, Barbara Steele. Gothic horror, you name it. Yeah. If you want to go, to, if you want a gothic horror movie, you go Black Sunday, you go Castle of Blood, and everything else. These are the templates for that. My one of my favorite genres of yeah. uh, all. This was the movie I told you before that I got. An, I got an A on a term paper <laughs> because I kind of like cribbed the idea for this movie, and I was like, I was, it was like one of these... Homage, like, please. You, t- you had an homage yeah, to the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a crib, an homage. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what French would say. As QT would say. Or le crib, you know. No, that's, like, that's what Tarantino always says. He's homaging. Yeah, it's right. Not, yeah. Not, it's not blatantly stealing. It's homages. Yeah, yeah. basically, like, the whole idea, what I did was, uh, this movie is about a guy who goes and sees Edgar Allan Poe, and he wants to interview him about his stories, and Edgar Allan Poe tells him, well, these aren't really stories. These are... True, I've been true things true that happened. Of, I've investigated this stuff, and he's like, eh, "No way," you know, blah blah. And basically, my turn paper was <laughs> that concept. It's like, so what if Edgar Allan Poe didn't write these stories, and they were actually things that he actually investigated? Like, and I talked about the Telltale Heart and the Pit and the Pendulum and all that. So I was at, I I came up with the idea. <laughs> I came, I I I used the storylines of all these stories, and I mean, like gave them. So I basically told the guy, "Hey, this guy's read Poe." And he came up with a, I, I, it was clever for, for me, for a 14-year-old me. <laughs> You're for like, once it was my, clever for me. I was uh, my 14-year-old <laughs> me or whatever, you know, and I, and, I, and I scored on it, so it's like, great. It was better. <laughs> it, it was better than the guy who wrote the, the term paper on uh, Don McLean's American Pie song. He got an F on that one. You well, know? I'll tell you what, I, I actually, I used to use do things, um, I used to write term papers that were like nuts. I wrote one about I wrote one about Hitler. I wrote one about uh, the heroin its uses and effects. And I wrote one about I com- if this is a college term favorite, I got an A on it. I I, I com- the the dichotomy between the Simpsons and the classic nineteen fifties family in in media. Okay. It was like a media study. You, like you got good grades on those, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well yeah. The Simpsons one was actually kinda clever because I, yeah, I took like okay. a, a representation of like the perfect family, like the cleavers kinda and I compared it directly to how how the Simpsons are and which one was more true to life and how media presents them and stuff like that. It was a weird paper. It was in the 80s. Well, The Simpsons is, or 90s, the, the Simpsons is, is generational. It's more true to life now than it would have oh, been yeah. back then. The Cleavers is, even though it's not true to life, it was more representative. Idealistic. Like, idealistic. People, this is what you should even, be. Even though you had the Eddie Haskell character that was always like, you know, the, yeah. but anyway, you had to have some, some, that show is all about them getting in trouble every episode because I love that show and I watched every yeah. episode. It's all about these kids getting in trouble. I That's pick, all it is about. I picked that because at the time I was watching Simpsons so much I could quote every line. So I didn't <laughs> have to do any work. I mean, like... I've watched two episodes and I'm, I'm, I'm done. You oh, know? my God. I mean, wow. Yeah, I didn't, it, it just... Whew. 
I didn't care. It just yeah, I'm not a big uh I'm and not a big not, you don't like animation. I, I don't like it as much. I like the sixties yeah. stuff, but then after that, like I grew up in, in one and that aspect I never yeah, got well, it. It's back weird again. I, it is weird. It is weird because you like comic books. I know, it is it's so weird. So they kind of are not hand in hand, but I don't they're, like they're the way the they're drawn. Uh, and yeah. I don't like and and the humor just like seems like and and and, and I'll say in the Simpsons yeah. it all seems to be like uh, a pop culture references more so than yeah. like anything well, else you know what I mean the first couple of seasons were really well written I mean I'm the first sure. I mean they were great writers it was I'm a very sure, good sure. it did take a tra- change to be like that you know wash rinse repeat kind of stuff plus and, and this is just part of my personality anything that becomes hip i just hate so oh, you know gotcha. that becomes my uh well god i hope our show con- never contrary. takes off no it will never take care of it because i'll say like <laughs> really like a horrible right wing things that people will right. hate but i love you know like god bless america you know right so, People will hate that, and I love it. So that's why our show will never take off in this world. <laughs> so and you can thank me for that. You're welcome. You know? hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Castle of Blood. Castle of Blood. Yes. As we digress, as usual, you know. This <laughs> this might be, and I, I know it's. I, I know I'll get. You know, people Listeners go. At home are like, focus, man, focus. Yeah, focus. Yeah. Remember the band Focus? Remember that song Hocus Pocus? You know. Oh God, you never heard the song Hocus Pocus? Well, we'll have to play it at the end I'm of the sure show. I did. Maybe, maybe I did. not. Anyway, it's like a heavy metal spoof with yodeling. You never heard that song? No. Yo, oh, we'll play it anyway. So anyway, getting back to the movie because I'm digressing all over the place. I think my ADD medication's not working anymore. Uh-oh. You know, no like, good. That means adult deficit uh, disorder so, or whatever. Basically, I called this wandering around with candles the movie. Yes. But it did pick up then. There was a montage of him going deeper and deeper into the castle, and I got what they were doing. But oh my God, it was just close the door carry a candle okay. close the door I was like what this, are you this doing? movie is it's of its time yeah this movie is for a kid watching it at a late night in when he's in 1970 or 69 or whatever where he hasn't seen anything like this possibly before this is a movie about atmosphere this is a movie about yeah. dread this is a movie where not much scary happens, but you're you're the whole time you're watching this movie. You're expecting something. Specter of death. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a gloomy sense to it. This yeah. movie is about feeling, about dread, about something mm. that's going to happen. And what it really is is kind of a movie about like uh, horny people, horny yeah. ghosts. Really, you know what I mean? It's, it was an interesting concept. The way that yeah, this was yeah. the night that they witnessed every murder, and they always add one to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Which, it, I mean, so I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, and then. And I was thinking, I'm skipping all the way to the end when he's. Well, don't tell no, the ending. Oh, okay, we'll wait till, okay. we'll wait till the right. end. But the, yeah, because it has. I know you love the ending because it has your your favorite. It's not like an upbeat ending. Oh let's no! Put it well, that yeah, way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we'll get to it later or whatever. But yeah, this movie is like you know, like in this in this in the late fifties, early sixties. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, you know, it, it, the Italians were doing horror movies. And mm. the good thing about Italian horror movies is they're actually shot in real castles. Yeah, oh, and yeah, real yeah. graveyards. And they're very atmospheric because they had the great Mario Bava. So they're kind of doing their take on Universal. Yeah. Whereas in the United States around that time, everything was giant. It was like us. We had come from the 50s, which was, mm. you know, giant monsters and aliens yeah. and stuff like that. So this was like the complete opposite. And what was happening was these movies were getting released there. And now in the United States, we're getting creature feature shows constantly. You know, every mm-hmm. everybody in town had one. They had a Saturday night horror show. 
So what you, what American International and all these people, Wolner Brothers in this case, were doing were buying up these movies cheap from Italy, yep. dubbing them, dumping and, them, and putting them on television. Yeah, yeah, they would just, show some of them would show on theaters. These were these were theatrical showings because I have yeah. the movie poster for this. But a year later, they would be on television. They would be oh, showing yeah, the theater yeah, in 64, they'd be on TV in 65 or whatever, just to make their money. So anything from Italy yeah. that had Barbara Steele or Mario Bava or was gothic or scary, it was going on TV. It was playing on yeah. late night, and more than likely, you were watching it. Yeah. One of the things that that's, it, even for me, which I know while we're doing these for the shows, they suffer from the same thing as Kung Fu and the same thing as... Uh, uh, where the out Italian uh, Star Wars knockoffs, they just kind of melt together. Like now, not for you. This one stands out in your head. Uh, like the the Italian castle movies or the Italian space opera ones. It doesn't even matter the name of them. Sometimes the the kung fu ones are suffer from that. Where they're similar enough that if you're not really watching and paying attention. Well, I'll disagree it, with you in one huh? sense. There's a lot more kung fu. Oh, there, yeah, there yeah, are, yeah. There are Italian Less gothics, sampling, yeah. but there aren't as many as there are kung fu. There are yeah. high points in these, and there are yeah. points that are just kind of mediocre, but they all, I mean, in their defense, and in kung fu's defense, that's a completely different right. genre. They're all, you know, Americans can't do kung fu movies like the Asians can't do well, no, kung no, fu. No. American can't do gothic horror like the Italians do. We like li- we light it too much, and everything's lit well, and everything's like on a sound stage and stuff. Where this is, it'll never be authentic. Like this an, is a like movie the, that could will never these. I won't say they will never be made again, but they will likely be never made because it will not catch the the atmosphere and the feeling right. and the black and white creepiness of these movies. Because nowadays, we're not going to take them either. We're not going to take them seriously. They're not. They'll see CG to gross. hell. They're be CG. They're they're not gross enough. And the one thing that these movies and the Hammer Horror movies did too, which the other movies didn't do, which was the added bonus, was they're sexed up. These were sexed bit, up yeah. movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if well, Italian. Exactly. <laughs> and even the, the Brits too. With yeah. like Every Hammer movie had boom woman with boobs hanging out. A, a cleavage, not, you know, breastuses. Yeah. Even though we get to see some breastuses in this movie because yeah. they, 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 they added the uh, European... One shot, you're like, whoa. This was yeah. in the one that I saw when I was a kid. But yeah, they, these, <laughs> they took what America did and they spiced it up and they, and they for that era, they, they amped it up a little bit. Yeah. So when you're watching it at night and after you're done watching like... Um, you know, whatever, a Godzilla movie, this comes on, you're going like, whoa, this is different. This is kind of slow moving, but it's creepy, you know what I mean? So it's definitely of of its time, mm-hmm. and it won't be repeated again, possibly, and it won't have the same feeling, possibly, because color, from more, color kills these movies, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I know people use, people can do gothic in color, Bava did, and it becomes a monochromatic movie with a yeah. couple of colorful flourishes here and there, whatever. But yeah, blacks and purples and some red. But, but but black and white is perfect for creepy and scary, you yeah. know what I mean? So, again, this movie isn't that scary, but if you're like a 10-year-old kid and you're watching this, I'm, you might it might have an effect on you, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you catch it at the right time. So anyway, after that, that's my whole take on these movies. So anyway, mm-hmm. the whole movie is about like, this, uh, a writer reporter shows, shows up. shows up at a bar. And Edgar Allan Poe's, Poe's telling a tale. He walks in and he goes, yeah, I'm a reporter. I'd like to interview you or whatever and this and that. And then they start, they get, they get philosophical about this guy's, the reporter's like, well, I don't believe in life after death and blah, blah, blah. And Poe goes, are you sure? Because like 
sometimes there is a metaphysical where there are people that die but they don't want to die they're in stuck in a limbo land or whatever he goes no nah, that's that's bs <laughs> and then the, the guy that poe was talking to originally because the report just cut in on he's the lord blackwood yeah He's an asshole, basically. He's a super asshole or whatever. He's like the he's an early template for douchebaggery. Yeah, you know, like exactly. He's like, man, man, man. He goes, well, you know, uh, you know, hey, tough guy, you know, I've got this castle over there, and uh, every year on uh, every year around Halloween or the second day of November or whatever, the ghosts of the people that died there come to life and reenact their death. Uh, and he goes, and he goes, I'll bet you ten, bu- I'll bet you a hundred bucks that you can't spend the night there and the riot reporter's like well i'll spend the night there but i don't have a hundred bucks but i'll i'll wager you ten and he goes like and i think the the, the lord blackwood goes wow you, you you would actually wager your life for ten bucks okay you know so they go well we'll get in our carriage and you can interview <laughs> poe then because it's gonna take two hours to get there and you can get your interview and blah 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 or whatever so they take off for the castle Mm. At that point, you're right. You're going you to get like 10 minutes of like candle walking <laughs> and, and I, atmosphere and I graveyard. Didn't and I didn't mean that like in no, a hateful way. But, but just, I was just, just like, wow, this is a lot of walking. Like, because he'll close the door I, it, and he it, walks totally to the candle. Totally understandable. You know? Totally understandable. I, 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 I get it. You know, you, it, it's like this movie has to be, it had to have been seen at the right time at the, yeah. of your life and at the right time of the night. And it, 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 I'm totally understandable. Finally, we get to a point where he's like going around the castle and he sees like this portrait of a blonde woman. It's like kind of fuzzy and he's like, it's almost like a drug that at this point it becomes kind of like a delirious drug movie yeah. or whatever. This was, this was partially written by Sergio Corbucci, the guy who gave you Django. So, you know, he's responsible for some good Italian movies. So he sees this. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. He actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, wonder how, I wonder how many he's like kind of. He directed other movies too. He was mostly a Western guy. But I mean, but like written. I wonder how many he's like had his hand in writing. Probably a lot. A lot, a lot. Yeah. Like back in the '60s and early '70s. Yeah, yeah, he had the he had the eye for what was like kind of. And it was directed by this guy Anthony uh, uh, Antonio Margheriti or, or Anthony Dawson or whatever they call him in the U.S. Who did a lot of different styles of movies. He did. He did those Italian sci-fi from the '60s. He did westerns. He did I bet those. you that's where I saw him. I I I knew the name. I knew a couple of names. I thought. But I didn't. St- I didn't do any show research for it with the movie. Like, I just kind of like I, I know some of these guys, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Just, well, yeah. That's another thing about this. Back when I was a kid, besides Barbara Steele, who I kind of knew, I didn't know anybody. So that gives you, as a kid, a feeling of like unease because you don't have an actor like a John Agar or a, you know or a whoever to say, oh, this is a, oh here's so and so. I'm reassured. Way. I'm reassured that this is is an actor. It's <laughs> yeah. like. Who are these people and where am I? I think how Steckler's my go-to guy now. Steckler. I just say you just say Steckler and everything like. Well, these guys are used to it. like Steckler. Yeah, you're like yeah, whatever. No, I don't think he'd be in a gossip. <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay, sorry. Anyway, so um, so anyway, so he goes and he sees this painting. He's walking around. He's like and, nice boobies. And, and and all, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, this hand pops out of nowhere, and there's Barbara Steele, all looking like. She is the template for Morticia Adams, by mm, the way, because you know, yeah. she's like she's wearing the gown, the nightgown, and she's and she's like talking to the guy, and they're he's like into her, and she's into that, so she takes him to the room. And Dude, she's DTF. Oh yeah, off the bat, she you're wants like, it bad. Like, yeah. She's a horny ghost. <laughs> yeah, she's not messing around, man. She's not horny. She's ghost. like, you can play with that piano, but why don't you just come in here and play with me? And she's yeah, like, he's like, twenty three skadoo. Yeah, he's let's like, go. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, so she she takes him up to the room and then um you know she tells him you know uh, you know blah blah she's the she's she's it turns out she's the sister of Lord Blackwood and apparently she goes she shows up at the at the at the at the at the castle 
everywhere to to show to make sure that the people are okay or whatever or yeah. something along the line or or to get busy with them or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're just shenanigans. You're like, okay, whatever. You so know. they're getting ready to like you know start messing around, and then all of a sudden the blonde from the painting shows up. Yeah, and she breaks up. She's coy to interrupt. She's cockblocking them. They're like, wait, what? Yeah, so she breaks up all the fun and she cat like, fight right in front of this dude. Yeah, right, right. She takes her out. She goes, you shouldn't be doing that, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Did you see for a little while there, he's like wrangling for a threesome. That dude was like kind of wrangling for yeah, a threesome. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. And she's like, you stay here. I'm going to go beat this chick up for you. Yeah, because when Barbara like, Steele leaves, he's talking, well, you know, you're a very beautiful woman too, <laughs> just, you know. He's and, so wrangling for it. I'm like, no. Nah, oh, you Italians. You you're so wacky. crazy. Yeah, he's, he was crazy. So, like, she, she gets her out of there or whatever. And then, like, you know... She takes her out and they're talking or whatever, and there she's going like, "You can't do that," you know. And it, it's and it's it, later it turns out that there's kind of some lesbian thing going on, which is is which was even in the original version of it. But as a kid, you're like, "Huh? Why are these ladies like so <laughs> close together?" I mean, <laughs> you're like, "Is that legal?" No, but whatever. Who cares? <laughs> in Italy, it is. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, so like after they have that talk and and then in the sixties. I, <laughs> I wasn't talking about now. It was, I legal, in, it was legal in Europe and uh, But anyway she's just not our land of the air quote free. Yeah, well, you know, I mean her Hugh Hefner was doing that shit back in the sixties, you know, and he was and he was publicizing. He was it. making some good money on it. He was making too, some good money on it. From what I that. understand, yes. So like she 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 C blocks him or whatever and then <laughs> But 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 Steele ends up coming back anyway. Oh yeah, she's like, okay, everyone go to sleep, and then she just sneaks in. She comes back anyway, so she sexy they, time all day long. So they do the deed, and afterwards they're all done, and either they do the old panning around to Coist, the burning post uh, coital, oh, and then they pan around to the burning uh, ember, uh, the burning fireplace. So that always means like you know screwing or whatever, you know, two <laughs> logs. So you know, I guess whatever that, whatever you, you whatever you insinuate from that, you know. <laughs> Whatever you want to take from that, you know, that's up to you. At any rate, um, so they're all like, you know, laying there, and all of a sudden he's got his head on her chest, and he's going like, "Oh my God, you have no heartbeat, are you dead?" And she's like all quiet, and she goes, "I'm a ghost," and he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> and he's like, "What are you talking about?" And he she tells him the story that she really is a ghost and blah blah. And he's like, "What are you? What's he's like, going yeah, on here?" Like, yeah, freaky ghost sex. And Check that like, off my bucket list. Yeah, and he goes, that's "No, no, no, no. Said, yeah. yeah, right." And he goes, "No, no, yeah. you're alive, you're alive." And then all of a sudden. Like the muscle man from hell shows Dude, up. Tarzan. He's yeah. big, like Italian Tarzan. You know. <laughs> I wonder if he's the guy. Maybe he's that guy from. Uh Escape 2000. Remember that thick little yeah, like, yeah. Italian dude that was like, yeah. Yeah, Giuseppe Tarzania comes in, you know. And he freaking stabs me. Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you you know, you know mess with my woman, you know. I break in your face. I break in your face. Shut up in your face, you know. Joe, remember that stupid song, Shut Up in Your Face, Joe Dolce or whatever. <laughs> and I remember that. Anyway, so he stabs her. And you're going like, whoa, what the hell's going on here? And he's like, and then he stabs her. And then he runs away real clunky like like he starts like running like kind of like falling and he looks like, like a, he looks like an ape running you know yeah. and they put their hands on they're like and, and, and if you don't haven't seen this movie before you go am i on drugs or something <laughs> was i dose did i dose myself yeah, was, did i drink too much today did they spike my drink so he was doing that run where he wants you to follow him he's like nah, nah, nah. and yeah. he's like he run a little bit and then you kind of yeah, but so so like the Alan, the reporter goes out and he pulls his Derringer out. Yeah, you know, little two he, two shot Derringer, nice little pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he you know he shot and he shoots him, and he kills him, and then he disappears. And he, and 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 the, the journalist going like, oh, I must be on drugs. You know, somebody must have like given me something on the on the on the you yeah. know on Down the ride here, here on the carriage right here because I'm. 
Because I'm drugged out of my mind or whatever. Damn you, Poe! <laughs> so so then so then I, I forgot the, I forgot the store but at, but at any rate at some point oh yeah and I know the doctor happened. shows up the doctor shows up the hey, creepy doctor and he's like oh I know your writings I thought you were dead I like this this writer was like oh I remember reading your studies and blah 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 and I I thought you were dead and he's like eh, and he just kind of skirts the issue and and, and and he starts showing him stuff he cuts that yeah the head off that snake yeah well like, the, yeah well the actor who plays him this is like a, a black sunday reunion because his name is arturo dominici and barbara Steele and not black to diminish his role in this thing but yeah he was like, bump, yeah really not really uh he's <laughs> and he's like and, and in black sunday barbara Steele is like the good is like the 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 witch and the ancestor mm. and he plays the um the her her man's her servant that comes back from the grave so it's kind of like this movie in a weird way even in the scene at the end with the crypt it's it's kind of like hey black sunday i can do that you know give me some give me some more of that black sunday stuff or whatever so it, it's not an homage but it has like yeah. references to it or whatever so anyway he's he's he tells them about like well you know and and the, there is there is life after death and he says something like and 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 but it has to be like in in, in the sense that the person dies an unexpected death or, or is murdered and doesn't want to die and then they really their spirit will like live and and they won't you know go to the grave and he's like he goes like what are you talking about he goes i'll show you and he pulls some stuff where he actually kills a snake and he oh, shows yeah. like his head's after he kills a snake. Peter wasn't on set for that one. <laughs> no, not in no. the American. Yeah, the Italian Peter wasn't there for that one. So you see, he goes, see, like I cut his head off and he's still like alive. And he goes, no, oh, he's dead. He goes, well, you know, put your finger there and see if he's really dead. And he does. And the snake goes to bite him. And he goes like, oh, okay, well, huh. that proves everything. Yeah, yeah right. I know, know. The guy just made this huge leap of faith. Like, well, that proves it all. Wait, what? There's a okay. lot of leaps of faith going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So he goes, well, you know, I go, they, they go outside. And he goes, well, now it's time to, you know, to show you the dance of the dead. This is like, you know, shows you how, like, everybody died or whatever. Yeah. So, so he's like... He's basically saying, on this night, we're going to show you how everyone in this castle up to now has died. That's and, it. And, exactly. and he's like, so it's just like, oh, you know, so the first one, that was one. Yeah. The, that, and he, that, yeah. He, he was witnessing it because he was, he was part of it. That, the, first, the first one is his, the part of his story. Yeah. Now, when he goes to the Dance of the Dead, now you see that, like, Barbara Steele dancing and a thing, and there's her, she's got a husband, and yeah. she's also got, like, you know, the, you know, Dude. the muscle man boyfriend who's, like, the, he is the asshole, uh, along with Lord Blackwood, he's the other asshole of this movie. And, it, and you're also seeing, like, wow, this chick, she screws a lot. She's a horny girl. I don't. Well, think her husband was away, and that's revealed during the scene in the. Yeah, I know, but still, so uh, she didn't have to do it. You know. I don't know. But I, I gotta I, tell you, I don't think that's the key factor to her. Yeah, no, having I, I, sex but I gotta tell you, in, in that movie, when she's dancing, and she goes to sit down, that dress that she's wearing, where her boobs are all hanging out, that's like my favorite. <laughs> that that's my favorite. Even 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 though you get to see full boobage, you know, later on, that's my favorite because I was like. Man, that dress is like you know, and I saw it when I saw it as a kid. I was probably hey now, you know, yeah, even you, at like you one should, o'clock you in the should, morning. That's what you should draw. You should draw those portraits. Draw one of those and sell them on eBay, man. I, I did do a picture of that of that. Do, scene. do that one and do it over and over. Lithograph. But the problem is, I did once and it was really nice. Well, maybe a lithograph, yeah, maybe a lithograph. But I want to keep my nice little drawing of it. But at any rate, that's yeah. that's besides <laughs> the point. That's my problem. Whenever I do a great drawing, I want to keep it. Litho you know? it, dude. Litho. Sell that shit. Litho. Sell that shit. So at any rate, he um. 
you know, he's like really horny for her or whatever. He's like, you got to come and see me or whatever, you know. So she's like, no, my husband's back and blah, 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 and this and that and the other thing. So and he's like, well, I have to have you. He pulls her off to the side. And pulls her off to the side, takes time. her to the side. And then the version, and, and you know, you, you, did, 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 when you were watching the movie, did you get parts of it in Italian? I'm yes. Sure. Were, there, were there subtitles? Yep. Nope. Oh, because I got subtitles. No, I, I was I, I was hoping that you would have gotten them, but you didn't. It was I could. Follow it wasn't it. that. It wasn't that. Bad. It was very slight, and I could follow it. It wasn't know. any big deal. No. But anyway, in the, in that version, that scene where she's like in the stable, they cut because obviously it's like she's making out with a guy, and then all of a sudden they, the the guy you don't see him anymore, and then you see her head's like ecstatically like going like oh, and you're oh, going yeah. like hey now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey now, <laughs> you know, it's like okay, you know, whatever. So then she's like, she, she, now that's set up, and then then like you see like uh, she's back in her room again, and then the 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 blonde right, the Julia, the blonde, she goes back to to see her in her room, and that's when she's like putting the moves on her big time oh, or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. Then, yeah. And which no, is, no, no. Which I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What happens is that. They cuts back and she's like in in her room and she's making love with her husband. Yeah, and then and, and the boyfriend shows the up. Boyfriend shows up and, and kills him. And kills the husband. Right. And he's the husband's laying there and then the boyfriend goes psycho and he goes to kill her and then mm. all and then the blonde comes in and freaking hits him over the head with a candelabra, That's right. like from Liberace's collection, <laughs> and and kills him. So she's like, and, and the she lays down and just starts getting down with her, and you're and like, she's getting down with her, and Barbara like, Steele's like, everyone wants Barbara Steele. Yeah, everybody dies, and almost everybody dies in this scene, and she's like, you know, she's sitting there fighting her off, and of course, back in Italian days, you always had the the the, the knife in the book as as a book placement. You know, it was like the book. It was like instead of having like I a do book that now. Folder, I, that's yeah, right, I, I just have a big dagger and everything <laughs> to, all to, to hold the place in your book or whatever. Yep. You know, so so like she pulls out the dagger out of chapter you know seven, and she stabs. The, the woman so you're like oh my god wow that's how like everybody you know died or whatever so you see that story yeah. so you go okay so then like you know um you know the reporter's like so then what happened and the doctor disappears yeah and you're like and then, he, and, then and then he's looking around and you see his story which is like he's just what is he? he's just like working he's doing like metaphysical studies or yeah. whatever in the castle oh god i can't remember yeah all i remember was he's sitting there and, and, and he's, he's like trying to write a he's, thing. He's writing it that he's been murdered, or he's he, no. What he's what he writes down, which is which is which is written in Italian, which it was was it's like you know, uh, in order for life to be re in order for the ghost, you have to have blood. Blood will revive the dead, or whatever, or something uh. along those lines. So like he's sitting there, and all of a sudden he hears like a you know, like a uh. crypt or whatever. So he goes down. To oh, the, that's right. Because then he goes down and he he dusts off the one guy. And then you see that was kind of like the creepiest, scariest thing you saw in the movie because yeah. you see like the muscle man, but he's got a skull head. Yeah, he was Skeletor. He was yeah, really, he was the original Skeletor. <laughs> and he's like freaking like sitting there breathing or whatever. And so like when after the doctor pulls him off, he like freaks out and he's like, oh my god, what's going on here? And you see like fog coming out of the uh, you know, out of the thing. doors and everything and, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the doctor runs back up to his desk to either write something or do whatever and then muscle man shows up again and he like kills him and then he bites him so i guess is he a vampire yeah too? yeah that's a that's what i took from it that it was vampire uh lore kind of yeah they needed their blood to keep everyone going but it's like it's almost like a it keeps the whole coven going i don't know it was it, it was a little 
ticky tack yeah, with that yeah, stuff. I, yeah, I, I couldn't really. Yeah, the storyline kind of lost a little bit. Maybe in yeah. Italian it read better. Yeah. So then, like, he goes downstairs, and then he sees, like, a couple coming in. And I don't remember. I think he tries to stop them, but there's nothing. He can't get to them or whatever. They yeah, come in he's and he's yelling, "Don't, don't stop!" But they can't hear him because it's a ghost rewind. Yeah, right. They right. rewind the tape. He's just watching this. He doesn't realize that he can't affect the outcome one way or the other. Right. And then they go upstairs. Time, time to get busy. And, he, and, and these two people also took the bet from Lord Blackwood, the asshole. Because oh, it like, was wonderful of him to give us well, our anniversary, our honeymoon here at yeah, this wonderful Yeah, we're gonna thing. make a hundred dollars out of it. Blah blah like, blah. Like, well, let's get to sex. And that's what the guy said. And they're like, okay. And then he leaves because he has he to do a, something. He heard a noise. He heard a noise. And then of course, she takes her everything off, and she's got one of those like wire skirt things, but. She's got incredible boobage or whatever. No, she was really beautiful. Yeah, she was really, yeah, she was, she's standing there by the fire or whatever, and all of a sudden, asshole muscle man shows up again and freaking kills her, and then the boyfriend or the husband comes in, he kills him too, and he's like, oh my God, what's going on? Everybody's dying. And at that point, the writer's just like sitting there in the hallway, and then all the ghosts Decide to come out and they go, like, well, you're next. You yeah, know? it's your kinda, turn now. That's and they're freaky. walking towards him or whatever. And that was kind of weird and spooky. So he's like trying to run away from him. And then Barbara Seale shows up. She goes, come here, come here. You can get out through here. And he's like, you can come with me. He's trying Exit to save her. stage left here yeah. over there. You know? <laughs> so then they're running. And she's like, I can't. He, keeps, she keeps he wants her to go with him. Yeah, he's in and love. with freak, He's in love with her. And he goes, freak no, in the sheets, dude. That's and she's like, yeah, right. She's like, no, I'm dead. You can't. He goes, come on, let's go. Let's go. So they're running and they're running. And finally he takes her out. And she's like, falls to the ground. She goes, I told you, asshole. You, you know? Go, and he's like, huh, that's weird. So she falls to the ground. And the, the, the face is like death face. And then it does the 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 smoke, and then the death, the skull face, or whatever, yeah. you know. So he runs, and he's going like he gets out of the castle. And he goes, oh my god, I finally escaped from this place. I've only got like, you know, like whatever, a few hours till daylight or whatever. And as he's running out, he like rips open the the gate, and he you know pulls it back, and he's standing by the gate, and oh my god. The gate ends up closing back on it with a big old spike. Yeah, spike through the neck. Weird. Spike through the neck. <laughs> so then it cuts to the next. The last scene is like the carriage is coming back with Poe and Lord Asshole. And they're like, oh, well, look. Uh, he Poe's like, look, he made it. He's standing there waiting for us. And, and the other guy goes, huh, oh, let's fly. We'll see about that, you know. <laughs> so then Poe goes out and he goes, oh, shit, he's dead. He didn't say, oh, shit, but, you know, he just goes, yeah. he's dead. So then Lord, and then this is like the this is like the icing on the cape to Lord Blackwood is such an asshole. He goes, yeah, he didn't make it. Well, I still got to get my 10 bucks out of him. Takes the know? money off of a ghoul. <laughs> he ghouls him. He ghouls like, him. Wow. So he goes, well, I'll, I'll give him like a, I'll give him like a, a, a burial here, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Poe's like, oh, I'm going to have to, this is going to be another one for my, you know, for my, my book. for my books or whatever. The end. The end. Yeah, weird. I dig I, this movie. That was the one, the one when he was scurrying around trying to get away from the ghost. I was like, okay, now let's do some math here, buddy. You're going to get murdered. That's just the way it's going to be. Everyone from now on is going to see you in this cat in these reenactments. Yeah. You're going to go out like a punk like that? Or are you going to be a tough guy? Like, I'd have turned out and be like, come on, you effing bastards. I'd have been like, super cool guy. Because you're going to get watched 900 years in a row now. Exactly. Yeah. That'd oh, be yeah. cool. I would, I would have, you know, lit a cigarette and then yeah, like drank some scotch. I'd be like, "Come on, you pussies!" Yeah. And then like, just, I would have cut up that, a ghost or something, just, burned just, them, yeah, died them on a, fire, or died something. a glorious way. Because 
Now you're going to be the cool guy forever. Yeah, now he's a running away. He's the, he's the running he's away guy. He's a pussy guy, weird guy. He's a running killed away guy. Killed by a gate guy. Get killed by the freaking the ironic twist of fate of a gate. Shyamalan uh, guy. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. What a twist guy. I ah. know. I, I, this movie's like a, it, it really re, it's kind of like a, an old like kind of like old school story fairy yep. tale whatever you want. It's like it is what it is. It's a great example of of, of what a gothic horror movie should be from the 60s at any rate. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so like, what do you got for this You're going to hate me for this, but I'm not going to give it the 10. No. But I'm going to give it the 9.5 because I just wow. love this movie. Yeah, you do so love much. this movie. Yeah, I do love this movie a lot. I have the posters and the lobby yeah, cards. Yeah. And well, yeah, I mean, if you dig it, you dig it. Um, uh, I'm going to go with like a 7.5. Yeah, yeah. It's a solid little movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, that's it. It's Go a, see it. it. It's, it's Castle it of Blood. It, it it's mi- I think it might be on YouTube. I don't know. This would be a great double feature with sun, with um. I'm gonna uh, get you sucked. No, with uh, uh, <laughs> uh, come on, bloody uh, no, Black uh, Sunday. Black Sunday. I was like bloody Sabbath with it. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath yeah. too. You know, listen Black to Black Sabbath, Sabbath and then watch, watch Black Sabbath and watch that Black as a double feature would be tight. I do well. You you have, I have the DVD as a wow. double feature. Oh, okay, there you go. See, all right. Here's a quick movie trailer. Then we come back. We're gonna run through some black exploitation spoof comedy that, unlike any other. Well, folks, Mama's wrong again. <laughs> no kind of sandwich. You're wrong. Mama's right. And now for something completely different, worse than the Holy Grail. It's here, the most fearless portrayals ever presented on the motion picture screen. The wondrous story of birth. You will witness the birth of five babies before your very eyes, including the actual birth of triplets. You may faint, but you will never forget the wondrous story of birth. Oh, at the Outdoor Drive-In Theater, U.S. Highway 17 South, Bartow. It's here, the most daring program ever shown on a motion picture screen. The Mating Urge, 80 ways around the world to make love, plus the wondrous story of birth. See five babies born before your very eyes, including the actual birth of triplets, plus Skid Row, a shocking story showing actual victims of VD now running rampant among our teenagers. Don't miss this powerful program for mature adults only. The massage parlor hookers are coming. For the right price, I'll never rub you the wrong way. Massage parlor hookers, small town girls with big city morals, the anything for a price gals who make your pleasure their business. I believe in different strokes for different folks. Massage parlor hookers, they'll take on all comers. Why don't you come and see us tonight? Massage parlor hookers in pulsating color, rated R. There's just one thing, dude. What's that? You have to use so many cuss words. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm going to try to do a little poetry for y'all. It's an original piece written by me, Fly Guy. And I want to dedicate this piece to all you players and all you ladies out there. 
name of this piece is called My Bitch Better Have My Money. My bitch better have my money. Through rain, sleet, or snow. It was a Shakespeare. My hoe better have my money. I'm telling you that boy's a genius. Tell it. Not half. Not some. But all my cash. Because if she don't, I'm going to put my foot dead in her ass. Hip of the year is Dry Guys. Okay, as alluded to by that wondrous clip, that was Fly Guy's poem from my choice this week. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Now, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Um, this movie was probably made around the time when the show In Living Color was like the number one show, I guess, on on television. Or one it, of them, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think it was on Fox with Jim Carrey and the Wayans brothers yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. So. Uh, <laughs> this is like a uh, again more homages or tributes or whatever to like the yeah. classic black exploitation of the 70s. Yeah, oh yeah. It's very black exploitation, but it this was one of those spoof like we were talking about a little bit off the air before the show. The um spoofs have gone through a real uh, like they've degraded over time. You mean like scary movie 18 or whatever? Yeah, well Spoofs, like, I was trying to figure out why this one was so funny to me, why I liked it so much, and why, like, Airplane I liked so much, and why... Because they were the first of their kind, kind of. Well, also, that, yeah, first of their kind, or they were they were original, but Scary Movie was a very good one, too. I think they were more, it was still a movie, just yeah, with a lot yeah. of funny things, a lot of common jokes that ran the whole course of the movie. It kept it funny, but you were still watching a movie, like, some of this stuff now is just garbage town spoof after skit after spoof there's not even you know porn has more freaking uh, more of a uh, uh, of a plot line in it than some of these spoof things do and you're like well okay that's it loses something because you are still watching a movie in this case in in like airplane that's a movie they're funny it's weird you know you know i mean i know i'm i know i'm probably not going back far enough because there always have been spoofs oh yeah but um in the 70s, they started with doing movies like The Groove Tube and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is a spoof of Kentucky television. Fried Movie, which Kentucky I love. Kentucky Fried Movie, which is the that Zucker is, Brothers. Now, that's very skit-based. That's very yeah. skit-based. And then, you know, they decided, hey, I, we got a great idea. Let's make a let's make a, go- a joke of all these airport movies, airport, airplane, Those were hitting big. Those were crazy. Whatever. Disasters were yeah. all the rage, you know. So they, 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 you know, and then, you know, I mean, you can really say that Mel Brooks did it with Blazing Saddles and uh, Young Frankenstein. Blazing yeah. Saddles more so, even though I love Young Frankenstein. Blazing Saddles is a spoof oh. of every <laughs> of every friggin' Western, you know. That, that's yeah. the template if you want to go back. Yeah, that's true. You know, I didn't even you, think you know, about Mel Brooks. I have a, the Mel Brooks box set. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I grew up watching a lot of those high yeah. anxiety and stuff like that. They were very, they were, I don't want to say smart. They weren't smart. No, but they, they were, were funny. But they were smart comedy, though. They were very crude. They were, they very, were, crude, yeah. they were unpolitically correct. They oh, were, yeah, like, they, cutting edge for their time yeah, or oh whatever. Oh, my God. When you watch that stuff, you're like, I don't think they hold up now. 
But oh, Blazing Saddles still holds I up. Like, I like them, but I don't know if a kid now oh, I would think like them. And, and Young Frankenstein still holds up, because I was watching it the other day. I think a kid would like because they'd go, hey, that looks just like a Frankenstein movie. Maybe I don't get every joke, but it really looks cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that was lovingly done. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. That, that's the other thing. And now, and you know they what? weren't hateful, and this one wasn't either. No, no, this no. This one was very all. funny. They, they they really poked fun at what you love about blaxploitation and, and sexploitation. Some of these movies, like, there is a very good, funny wholesome angle to it like wholesome from your like laughing at it not laugh laughing with it not at it kind of thing you know and um and and the thing about um whatchamacallit oh, i lost my train of thought oh Dumb. no that's why I, that's why i interrupt a lot because i'd usually lose my train of thought <laughs> i lost my train of thought oh, um no. yeah but anyway yeah the spoofs was you know the spoofs didn't start with brooks but that was the real biggie mm-hmm. and then it went on through the groove too which is a little more like counterculture or whatever yeah. And then and then the airplane started doing like you know almost took over from where Brooks did. Oh, what I was gonna say was that Mel uh, Young Frankenstein huh. and and uh, Randy Saddles, Blade Saddles was more of a, a, a spoof. Young Frankenstein was a spoof just as much, but it was more Gene Wilder, which I didn't realize until a few years ago. He's the he was a driving force between Young Frankenstein because if you see the credits, he's He's like written by Gene Wilder and, and Brooks. Brooks, I don't think really wanted to do it, but when they, but what they did was amazing. So yeah, I went from that. Mm. To I like Gene Wilder a lot. He's great. I, and, I, I, you know, I, I don't think he gets a lot of credit. I think he should get more credit. I'm, I'm sorry for. He some was of funny, and, oh, he especially was so in the crazy. 70s and 80s. So man. crazy. He was really. I haven't was, seen him in years. I don't know. I guess he's retired or something. I, I thought he passed him. away. No, I don't think so. No? Okay. I don't think so. You know, but anyway, so it went from airplane and then it went to like, you know, uh, uh, scary movies and stuff like yeah. that. But before scary movies came along, the Wayans Brothers was having a hit with um, yeah. uh, Living Color and after, makes, after the show. I, this, this was done after the show? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I can't remember the run of that show. I didn't watch it that much, to be honest with you. I don't know if I watched it ever. Because, it, it, you know, it was funny about that show. Ironic was it became like Jim Carrey's show after a while. Yeah. yeah. I was like... The Wayans Brothers are kind of interesting. Some of their stuff is very good, and some of it is very bad. Because um, they had a show afterwards, the two, Damon Wayans and uh, yeah, the other one. and I don't... You know, they're... Um, I don't... I'm not being critical of them, but I mean, some of their stuff I watch, I'm like, ugh, this is horrible. But, uh, you know... It, it, you can't say that they they do some great stuff. They do some goofy stuff. I guess that's like every actor. They get into stuff and you're like, Ugh, this is a mess, and they just kind of get it out because you're already a couple mil deep, and that's the end of it. You got to slog through it. This well, one was very funny. This um, one was very funny. I, my one big criticism of this movie is two, actually. I think they could have gotten more people in this movie. I think they mm-hmm. could have gotten Fred Williamson. I said they should have gotten Pam Greer in this movie. Not that they didn't get a bunch of cool people, and they but I think this, they could have... This has a lot of people in it, but yeah, there was more staples, what you're saying, like Pam Greer. I, yeah, my I, God, yeah, I you could know. you. They, maybe they tried not. and they turned it maybe down. Maybe she turned it down. She did do original Gangsters with some of the... They, with the yeah. Brown or whatever. My other thing is that... I, I forgot the credits, but I'm thinking that the writing is the Wayans people or whatever. Probably. They should have gotten more writers in this movie. One or two to punch it up a little bit. I think, um, they, I think they needed uh, uh, more writers because there was, there was a lot of funny stuff in this movie, but it wasn't as, as whacked out as it could have. It was pretty wacky, but they could have used a little more yeah. uh, a little more writers. Because when you're doing a spoof, you m- need a lot of people More people there. are going to add more and more and more until like it's almost the jokes don't stop. 
you know, and that's and that, that's those are kind of it's really funny when it's just kind of craziness on top of craziness, you know. And a lot of these spoof, and a lot of these spoof movies become <coughs> okay, like the Mel Brooks and this is like a version. It was kind of like a Mad Magazine. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the Groove Tube was more like National Lampoon yeah. because the writers for National Lampoon and even even like Kentucky Fried Movie was more National Lampoon. The scary movie stuff is more like a it's like a Mad Magazine come to life because they yeah. always did their movie spoofs and all the yep. and all the issues. But this is a loving tribute to the movies that you yeah. know from the seventies that they grew up watching or whatever. And they were crazy. It was crazy. Uh, th- this is a very s- simple. Yeah. The, simple. the concept is. The the ghetto is going bad because of OGing that over gold, yeah. where and not not OD OG get it and Mr Big is is the one who is ruining the whole neighborhood. Who's John Vernon? Who's Dean Warmer in uh, <laughs> yes. in uh, Animal House and 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 a great he's in a lot of exploitation. What above exploitation movies? Yeah, well, there's right. been tons of exploitation. And he's people. been in some of them. So he's he has this crime syndicate that that like is making kids buy gold and they have so much gold that it kills them. Which, which I tell you, at first I just thought that was didn't it didn't it didn't make me laugh when I saw the guy all in gold I was like, eh, whatever you know. But ha- later on I did start laughing. Yeah, no, I laughed right off the bat. Th- and again, this is one that I I didn't remember how much I did watch this. <laughs> like, there's some movies that I grew up and I watched them. This so one, much. Tales from the Hood. Yeah, well, Tales from the Hood, uh, Death, Death Race, Race 2000. 2000. Yeah, there, there's a lot of Kentucky Fried movie was one. Uh, Terminator, I can quote every single line the second it comes out, like with the pauses. But this one, I didn't remember watching as much. But then when I started watching, I was like, I knew every line. And I was like, oh my god, I did watch this a lot, oh, and wow. I was laughing with it. And I was like, oh, this is. It was like revisiting a, a funny movie you did you forgot you watched. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> thanks, beer. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so it it was just and and then a soldier that like a, a a kid dies from the OGing. His brother. His brother. Damon Wayne comes back. Yep, Damon Wayne comes back as a soldier boy. He wants to ter- fix the neighborhood and save things. But he's really a mama's boy. And his mama is like this supreme ass kicker, which would have been a great Pam Greer. Vehicle. That would have been the pound group, but they got Janet Dubois, who was good. Oh, yeah. And Janet, she was good. Janet Dubois was really funny in this, you know. She was it, good, but that would have been the Pam Greer role. And then the, possibly. The, and then the brother's wife was actually uh, a girlfriend. But then wasn't of, Pam Greer doing, like, uh, Escape from New York or L.A. around this That's time? what I mean. She was in movies. She was in. Know. She was already. She probably was either committed already or had a little yeah, bit yeah, of, like, yeah. look, I'm not taking a step not back. Yet, not I'm yet. going this way. I'm not going backwards, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I clawed my way out of black exploitation. I'm not going to dip my toe back into it jovially. Which, which he did eventually. <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway. Yeah, but then uh, so he comes back. He's trying to save the world, uh, save the, the hood from OGing, and then he he uh, teams up with um, his uh, a, a former superhero kind of guy, Bernie Casey. He's like he's like they call him Jack Slade, and then they play the shaft music yeah. when he's walking around. You know? <laughs> exactly. Bernie Casey from two movies that we did. Oh my God! Gargoyles yeah. and Doctor Black and Mister Hyde. This is our third Bernie Casey movie, believe it. Wasn't or not. he in Whatchamacallit too? I'm um, uh, Tales from the Hood. I'm not sure if he was. Or I think not. he was. I'm not sure he was, but he was the main gargoyle in yeah. Gargoyles, and he was Doctor Je- uh, Doctor Mr. Doctor. Well, I know uh, there, a couple of these guys were in uh, Tales from the Hood too. Clarence Williams the third. Clarence Williams was the, the devil, very famously the. Yeah. And I didn't realize until I read the credits that his wife, his white wife, was uh, Eve Plum, was uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha from the Brady Bunch. Because they had her all like in dreads and shit like that. So I was like, I didn't realize it was Eve Plum until well, I read th- it. These are, 
there, there is. And this is not, broad comedy. Yeah, this is very, and it's, and we're not, we're not gonna go scene for scene because there's no point. I mean, so basically, he's, he's, he gets, he gets Bernie Casey to, to help, help him out, and he's and like, Bernie Casey was like, chef. dated he's, his mother. Yeah, he's so he made some like rude comment. Oh, your mom? Yeah, she's, she's, she's like doing that tongue time. trick or whatever. He goes, Hey, that's my mom, man. And he's you like, ain't gonna come back and say I'm your da- your son or your, my kid. I started laughing like that. around that point. As soon as Bernie Casey showed up, I started laughing. I guess it's the famil- familiarity or whatever. Yeah. So he's like shaft. So he decides he's gonna help the guy, and then he en- he enlists um. Uh, what you call it? Jim Brown. Jim and, Brown and uh, Isaac Hayes. And Isaac Hayes. And then there was that one scene with the young Chris, Chris Rock that Rock. cracked me up. Oh well, we I quote that all the time. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, how many ribs? How much <laughs> I know the ribs? <laughs> well, one, funny. He's like, hmm, how many ribs did I get with that? Five, five. It's about fifty cents a rib. Give me one. Give me one. One. And he goes, one. And he goes, no, no, one rib. Oh, sure, I'm hungry. <laughs> he goes, how much for a Coke? And he goes, like, a dollar. He goes, like, I oh, got come, 10 come cents. On, come on. No, he goes, come on, come on. How about 15 cents? He's like, my car, my cups cost more than 15 cents. Pour it in my hands. Fuck the cup. Pour it in my hands for a dollar. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> At the very end, the punchline is, because uh, he's counting his quarter, his change, his pennies, and everything. And he, he goes, like, like hey, got change for a hundred. He has, like, a whole stack of hundred. <laughs> he's like, get out of here. The guy's like, what? <laughs> There was a lot of that stuff where it was very uh, just silly and goofy. So he enlists like you know those guys, and then they get Huggy Bear from jail. <laughs> and when he comes back, he's like he goes. He's been in jail for a while. He comes back, he's gonna be. I'm gonna pimp. I'm gonna take over the well, neighborhood. Yeah, because that was the clip I played leading into this. Was his poem. Yeah, yeah. He's in the jail, and they're trying to recruit him. He's like, I'm not gonna be in part of your army. I'm gonna go back to what it was. I'm, I'm gonna run the streets again. I'm gonna be a pimp. Uh, but I'll tell you the information you want to know. And he goes, oh, I remember how strong I was. I was the pimp of the year. And they show, like, yeah. pimp of the year competition. With Gary Owens, the voice of space goes emceeing it or whatever. Oh, so my God. So then that, my favorite, another one of my favorite scenes is when he comes out after he's pimping, he's got, like, the big, huge hat. Yeah. Oh, and he's yeah. got those, like, shoes with the fish <laughs> in them. Aquarium shoes. And it was so crazy. And he's, like, walking. But then all of a sudden, everybody's laughing at him because the world has changed, you know. And, and he's like, why is everybody laughing at me? And one of his pimp shoes breaks or whatever. So yeah. you're like, oh, God, this is really stupid. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, so, they, so they enlist those. And then they get a Kung Fu guy, Kung Fu Black Kung Fu Joe. Kung Fu Joe. Yeah, they got to do the Kung Fu angle too, or whatever. So they enlist them all to fight Mr. Big or whatever, you know. So along the line, all sorts of hilarity, like sight gags ensue. Like when when they're fighting the 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 the, the, the doc, uh, Mr. Bad's got like the two Wayans brothers as his yeah. henchmen or whatever. Yeah, they're so bad. So like when they're getting ready to get the fight them, they kill some they kill some guy, some white guy, you know. And then then like they use the white guy as a shield to get closer to the Wayne's brothers yeah. and get him or whatever. So, stupid. so they basically lead him, lead them to Mr. Big John yeah. Vernon. Or and then whatever. yeah, because they they take the girl cap- captive. And, yeah right. And that's his, that's his girl, he, the, the the wife of ex wife of his of his brother who he's yeah, in love with. Yeah now. yeah. So then like numerous times the mom shows up and like beats everyone up and there was the one scene where they showed like a stunt double with a thick mustache and everything like that doing the flips oh, and yeah, he turns yeah, around. Yeah, yeah right. Like, <laughs> they didn't make any effort to like. Yeah. <laughs> it was and the, that was good. That was hilarious. And another part that I cracked was when he when they I think it's afterwards when they go to like crash. Well, we got to crash the. Uh, 
the this bar because that's where all the all Mr. Big's people hang big out. Big hat. Yeah, well, the big hat. Not only that, but when he sees like the the, the little the, midget, midget. The, the midget, the little person midget, whatever who who do, who used to bully him, and he gets into a fight with. I'll get you. you know? <laughs> They're beating up a midget. He's like, yeah, I'll get dressed to your Evans gang too. And you tell that little missy whatever, it's like some little girl. But I see her as her as mine too. Yeah, yeah, that was funny too. You know, a lot of funny. Uh, so stuff. they shoot up the place, and then they end up in a in you know like a, a big final showdown, encounter yeah. with Mr. Big or whatever. Lots of they they make fun of a lot of the staples of black exploitation and and um and it's but it's done like you're like more homagey or lovingly it wasn't brutally you know jumping through windows kicking in doors like the guns every time the heroes had a gun it was a gigantic cannon and the bad guys always had tiny little guns. Yeah. I just kept throughout the whole because they could do more. There's more like uh, you know stereotypes. Oh, they left on the table. There's yeah. more stereotypes from these movies they could have done, but you know for for whatever. Regardless, it was it was it was a fun it yeah. was a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, they get rid of Mr. Big and happy ending, and then the kung fu guy who you thought got shut up against all the bad guys shows up at the very end after the credits. He's like shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm here. We're gonna no, we already got him. Oh, and he just yeah. like fall, falls down or whatever, you know." <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Lovingly, I I like this movie a lot. I thought it was very funny. I'm gonna give it like an eight. You know, I'll give uh, it a seven. Yeah. It was, uh, if you like spoofs or if you like the Wayans, if you like skit comedy, this is definitely one you should go check yeah, out. Yeah, whatever happened to them? Are they still around? Oh, the Wayans are still doing stuff, yeah. Even Damon Wayans, they're still doing stuff? I think stuff? they are. Yeah, I think they're okay. all still. I haven't seen them in a while. I think they have production companies and all that kind of stuff, so. Oh, uh, uh, okay. They never go away. These kind of, this, you know, these uh, families like that that are in that, they never go away. Uh yeah. The you know this one I don't know if it if it achieved any success or was ever oh, I think it was successful I okay was. I because you don't hear it brought up very much but uh, you owe it to yourself if you like comedies go go check out I'm gonna get you sucker it would never win an Academy Award of course because the Academy nah. Award is boycotting black people oh well then do BET it'll win a BET if you re- re- rewatch it, well, it, it probably did back then <laughs> maybe it yeah. did who knows because that evil Academy Awards well F that's them. yeah whatever that's a, that's I a, honestly really I honestly I'm gonna get on my soapbox and I say yeah 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 really F them the Academy Awards they suck I've been boycotting them for 30 years I pay no attention <laughs> to that kind of stuff but to me it's all I'm meaningless. glad Jada Pinkett just started I've been boycotting them for I've been boycotting them for 30 years sister yeah, you know? see, they're finally on board with you. <laughs> they're finally on board with me, right. so there you go. Great. Make a stand against dumbness. Un- un- until, like, Roger Corman doesn't win a one. I think he did win one. <laughs> so I shouldn't say he's done a, he lifetime. a lifetime. award. But yeah. one of his great movies, like, until Sharknado 12 doesn't win one, I won't be watching it. Nah, I just don't. I always kind of viewed them as pointless, so I never watched. I don't yeah, watch the Emmys, the Grammys. Award shows are pretty because they're all subjective, you know. And they're all I mean? just, just like they're all, they're just they're all congratulating themselves. Yeah, they're so pompous, patting themselves on their back. Yep. Anyway, all right. none of our movies are gonna make it there. Hey, damn it. but enough about that. Tune in next week for Big Show 200. We're gonna have a lot of special guests here. Memories. We're like, it's gonna be like Memories. a party. And Famous people are going to be here. and That guy just, that was wait. playing the violin as the Titanic went down you is going to be here. Just wait. Be here or be square. No, I was going to say nothing worse. <laughs> Don't. We'll see you next week, everyone. Would you like to hear a song? There was a mushroom. Sad little mushroom. There was a meadow ready to cry there was a sparrow gray little sparrow there was an eagle
silent and high And the Lord said Laugh, children laugh The Lord said laugh Children laugh The Lord said laugh Children laugh The Lord said laugh Laugh, laugh And the Lord, he said I created for you A world of joy from out of the blue And all that is left to complete the joy Just the laugh of a girl and boy, yeah, 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 yeah. And there was a garden, beautiful garden, held in the arms of a world without joy. And then there was laughter, wonderful laughter, for he created a girl and a boy. And the Lord said, oh, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said, laugh, children laugh, the Lord.